Welcome to another episode of the Christ Community Podcast. My name is Stephen Watson, Senior Pastor at Christ Community Church, where we serve uh, the community of Harker Heights, which is a part of the greater Fort Hood area. And I'm Neil Grogan, Associate Pastor at Christ Community Church. And uh, one of the things they call the greater, well, one of the things they used to call Fort Hood, still do sometimes, is the great place. A great place. The (laughs) great place. Not a great place. It is the place. Great place. Yeah, I was going on post the other day. Yeah. And uh, I got to the gate guard, and he he said to me, Welcome to the great place. <laughs> Say it till you mean it, baby. Say like, it till you mean I it. Said, I don't know if you believe that, huh? <laughs> you know, every, every, every place, every city, every if you're in the Army, every post is, is going to be whatever you make it. So if you if you go into it thinking this place is gonna stink, yeah, it's more than likely gonna stink. But yeah. if you go in and say I'm gonna I'm gonna make this a great place, yeah, it's it's gonna be what you make it. Mm, that's right. So Stephen, what are we gonna spend our time talking and discussing on? Yeah. So today we want to talk about fasting, mm. uh, and the the reason we're talking about fasting on this episode, is because we're actually recording this on. Uh, Ash Wednesday, mm. and so there are a ton of articles about Lent and people fasting for Lent, and so we thought this would just be a great opportunity to talk about fasting, specifically pa- fasting. Right, so we're not trying to make a case for Lent, no. but we want to talk about a spiritual discipline today, and yeah. a lot of this information again is going to come from the Spiritual Disciplines for the Christian Life by mm-hmm. Donald Whitney. Love the, some Donald Whitney, the man, the myth, the legend. We, in fact, we use his work in so many different aspects at That's our right. church, yeah. from our discipleship groups to our podcasts to our sermons. We, we, one of the things I love about his work is, is it's concise and it's practical. And it's practical. It's like he he doesn't put a lot of fluff in his books. It's just straight up. This is what the Bible says. Meat and potatoes. Meat and potatoes. I love it. So let's start off by asking the question. You know what? What is fasting? So, uh, Neil, you got that one, or you want me to? Yeah, fasting is abstaining, specifically from a biblical definition of fasting would be abstaining from food for the purpose of godliness. Now, I said food specifically because I think it's important. Now, there's other ways to fast. There's other things you can fast from, but when we're when we're looking at scripture. Uh, and and Whitney's book, right? He's he's primarily wanting to to discuss food, but we'll talk some more about the other other things you can fast from as well. Yeah. So so fasting is an is an abstaining from food, but it's for a purpose. As a so, spiritual purpose. So I think all the disciplines, and I love this about his book. He says all the disciplines that we do, whether it be prayer, Bible reading, or fasting, or or one of the other others that he mentions, he says, it's all for the purpose of godliness. Right. We want to look more like Jesus. And here's a way we look like, we look more like Jesus in our walk with him Mm. that we get from specifically scripture. Yeah. So in his book specifically, he has this quote where he says that, that for believers in Christ, the discipline or the discipline of fasting must be rooted in a relationship with Christ and practice with a desire to become more like Christ. Mm. And I've failed in this because sometimes I've done fasting where I say, well, I'm going to fast from 
sweets, <laughs> and maybe I can lose a few pounds. Right. Yeah. You know, so my purpose was a little divided on that because it's. Right. I, I think I think sometimes you can lose weight for fasting, and that's, right. that might be gravy. <laughs> yeah, that that's cake but, for sure. But it, but it can't be no, gravy. Not yeah, cake. Oh, sorry. Yeah, we're in Texas, man. Which, which is important, right? Like in our community, in our culture, right? Intermittent fasting is real popular. A lot of diets are talking about fasting as a you know building this in. This is good for your body. Eats on itself or whatever else. That's not what biblical fasting is. Biblical fasting has a purpose, a spiritual one, and we want to look like Jesus from it, not just lose some weight. Yeah. So when, when you think of fasting and why we would fast, what, what verse would you go to? I mean, Matthew 6, 16 through 18, I think that's the, uh, the, ma- the main one that most people look at when Jesus says, and this is key, when you fast, then he talks about doing it after that. Right. Yeah, there's there's another passage, and uh, man, I should look this up before the podcast so I could give you a reference. There's another passage when the disciples of John come to Jesus, mm. and the Pharisees come to Jesus with the disciples of John, and they say, hey, you know, we're fasting. Why don't your disciples fast? Mm. And and Jesus responds, well, you don't fast while I'm here. Right. Hello. But, but he said, "Yeah, he's like I'm. I'm. He's like, I'm the bridegroom. So you right. don't. You don't. You don't fast with the bridegroom's We're presence. feasting right now. But he says they will. There's yeah. this expectation that right. that once he is gone from this earthly presence on this world, he's still with us. Right. Uh, but that's when his disciples will fast. So you're saying like both with Matthew six and you know, the reference of the conversation Jesus has with uh, John's disciples and the Pharisees specifically, there's this expectation for believers that you are to do this. You are too fast. Yes, for sure. For sure. We're supposed to. Um, and I think, I think one of the things that we have to do, and this is just going to be me straight up confessing mm. on a podcast is, we, we have to repent sometimes if we haven't been. Mm. Uh, and I, I've gone through different seasons in my life where I've been very dedicated to fasting. Mm. And then I've been through seasons where I fast maybe once a year. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think it probably should be more, more regular than, than, than fasting once a year, which is, which is what my practice has been for the past few years. Right. So uh, we fast for the purpose of godliness we fast because it's an expectation but but what are some other purposes that Whitney mentions of like why we would fast yeah so we want to man we want to strengthen our prayer lives or just to name a few he has he has like probably 15 listed Mm -hmm. but man to seek God's guidance or deliverance to express repentance like you were talking about um to humble ourselves I, I need to I need to fast to express repentance yeah, for not fasting. Right, yeah. <laughs> well, like, I think about, like, you know, if you've fallen into sin or you're struggling through a sin, you're wanting to wage war against that sin and that temptation, you know, well, what model do we look to? I mean... You, uh, you read a quote from Piper on that, didn't you? Yeah, in Piper's book, A Hunger for God, he talks about one, one interesting aspect of when Jesus fasts in the wilderness prior to his being tempted by Satan was that, man, he, during that time he was seeking God and he was, you know, 
walking with God and, and in, enriching his walk there. And when he was tempted, he uses scripture to combat that temptation. So, you know, we don't just not do something. Mm-hmm. That's not what fasting is. But we're, we're adding an element to our fasting. So we're, whether that's Bible intake or prayer or any of the spiritual mm-hmm. disciplines, silence and solitude, it's for the purpose. I mean, like, man, I'm trying to, I'm trying to wage war against, I don't know, contentment, like my contentment issues. Mm-hmm. Um, man, I need to be content <laughs> on the bread of life. Yeah. Right. Man does not live on bread alone. Yeah. Um, so, Taste and see the Lord is good. Right. Just like yeah. I think about all these little pictures that God gives us like, man, I am enough. And so when you fast, man, that's where your eyes should be set on. And that should be your desire. So if I'm thinking through like waging war against a sin, then I'm taking my eyes off that sin, repenting, turning from. Right. And mm-hmm. I'm putting my eyes I'm putting my direction. I'm walking towards uh, godliness and holiness and in my relationship with Christ. And we can cultivate that through fasting. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I think about his example of, like, we, we fast to seek God's guidance. Mm. Like, sometimes we have a big decision in our life uh, about career choice or about relationships or about, you know, just big decisions. Uh, and sometimes we, we pray about those. But Whitney says sometimes we need to pray and we need to fast seeking God's guidance. Um, but I do think it's important to say that just because we pray about a big decision— we pray about guidance, and sometimes even though we fast about guidance, it doesn't mean we're always going to walk away with like a light bulb. Light bulb, like this is the way, right? Um, but you, what you walk, yeah. <laughs> what you walk away with is, um, I desire your will. Yeah, but and I think that's the key, right? Like I, I think that God is sovereign, right? But I think God cares much more about our character. Than about our career, mm. he cares more about our character than about the college that we go to. You know, so that God cares more about us pursuing Him and right. desiring Him, right? Than about these other issues. Because regardless of what career you choose, you can glorify God in any career, right? You can glorify God in any city yeah, or any college. Even Look if, at all the C's, dude. I'm, yeah. I'm like crushing all the <laughs> alliteration. alliteration. <laughs> But or yeah, but or even if I made the wrong choice, right? Like I chose the wrong career and I'm miserable. Man, I can still glorify God in this right now where he has and me. That's when you need to fast again for contentment. Yeah, exactly. I need to trust and I need to obey. Yeah. Uh, another aspect of fat or purpose, biblical purpose for fasting would be worship. Mm-hmm. I think this is a, a beautiful picture that we miss as a church. I think um like corporately we can fast together mm-hmm. as a church. So uh, like you said, big decision or, hey, as a church, we want to pray for our community. Yeah. We want to pray to see that uh, the people of Harker Heights or the greater Foothead area, and we, we want to see that people are changed by the gospel, right? Yeah, we, were, we were just talking about this. I think, I think especially being next to Fort Hood, the right? church can spend all their time saying, how do we find the new Christians in the area? Mm. But I really want our heart to be, how do we go about like proclaiming the gospel right and and draw and calling people to christ so yeah there's there's going to be yeah, if you're new in town, we want you, we'd love to have you. I think that needs to be there, but I think there there does need to be this this prayer and fasting over 
The mission. The mission. Yeah. You know, we're not we're not called just to to find the Christians. We're called to call people to Christ. Right. Yeah. I was I was thinking about my dad's church. They a couple of years ago they started like a an actual prayer like meeting, mm-hmm. and uh, one of the things they started praying and fasting over at corporately was uh, that God would make their baptismal dirty. Mm. We want to see so many people saved and baptized that man we can't keep this thing clean mm. we're asking Wet. we're asking god for big stuff because he's yeah. a big awesome god and i think man i'm like what if our hearts were geared towards those things right towards yeah. the mission mm. i think about like yeah and like how many people do you know who led you to the gospel who who were seeking the lord's face and praying on your behalf and you know, I did my parents were on their face for my sister and I. Yeah. Every day asking the Lord, uh, petitioning the Lord for our salvation. Yeah. You know. And man, we need to do that, not just with the ones that we love, but in our community. God, give me an opportunity. Help me to be on mission. Help me to mm. help me to see you as greater than my comfort. <laughs> yeah. Or awkward conversation. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So what about uh, fasting from other things. So we talked. We talk about food, right? But what about yeah. other things? So I, th- I think I think the do- Bible does give gives other examples. Like in First Corinthians chapter seven, verse five, uh, he talks about couples intentionally, almost like fasting from sex for the right. purpose of prayer. Um, you can't say sex on podcasts. I, I just can't. Say now we got to be explicit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but. Um, but yeah, so I think there is this idea that we fast from other things. Right. Um, I think sometimes that is because we see other things gaining too much influence in our life. Mm. So it might be, it might be that you you find yourself streaming TV, right, all the time, streaming shows, binge watching, and so it might be you you have this moment of clarity when you're like, oh my goodness, I am giving myself over to this more than Christ. And so you say, I'm going to actually fast from my streaming services for the purpose of godliness. And or so social media. Or, or social media. Whatever. Or, or whatever, whatever it is that's like getting a foothold in your life. Because yeah. there's, is there, there's nothing necessarily sinful about streaming a show or about social media. But whenever we give it uh, too much influence in our lives. It becomes a god. It becomes a god. And and we need to fast from that. And, yeah, or to your joke earlier, right? Like a fasting from sweets. You know, yeah, how many yeah. people, when they're stressed, when they're suffering, turn to gluttony? That's my fast right now. Right. So, like, I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a, a compulsive snacker, <laughs> and I love chocolate. Mm. And so, especially like after Valentine's Day and after the holidays when candy abounds, like. Man, it's all over the place. And, like, everybody gives my kids candy for me to pilfer through and, like, take all the Kit Kats out. And it's on sale. And it's on sale. <laughs> and so, like, right now, like, that is that is my fast right now is yeah. from, like, snacking on sweets or right. just, like, general snacking during the day. It's like, yeah. you know what? But but I think, I think this is one of the practical suggestions, though, is because while we're fasting from these things, we're still going to have those urges. Mm. Right, and so whether we're fasting from food or from something else, we we have those 
urges to partake. And what those urges are supposed to do is our urges to eat or our urges to check Facebook should be a reminder uh, to pray or mm. a reminder to repent. Or read the Bible or, or read the Bible whatever. or worship. Right. Yeah, so you're so you're saying uh the podcast cat just right. came in. Yeah. Can you I don't when know you, if you're gonna hear it meowing. I'm in a lifelong fast from cats. <laughs> so <laughs> Well you now need to repent because cats are awesome. That's uh, another podcast. Why cats are better than dogs. Nope. Not today, <laughs> Satan. Yeah, so so what you're saying essentially, right, is that don't forget as you fast from something it's for the purpose of Christ-likeness. Yeah. And so when you have that urge, man, whether it's a hunger urge or I need more sweets or I need, you know, caffeine right now or, or whatever, you know, I want to get on Facebook mm-hmm. and I'm fasting from that. Spend that moment redirecting your desires, right. redirecting your motivations and resetting your eyes on where it's supposed to be. Uh, so some, So how do you do this, you know? One of one of my assignments I had when I was in Whitney's class, you know, he tells us. What seminary was that? Yeah. At the Southern Baptist okay, just, Theological just Seminary. Not a Southern. Okay, <laughs> no, just checking. The Southern. Yeah. yeah, but one of the assignments he gave us was to um, fast for at least four hours. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, I think I'm I'm type one diabetic, so I remember I sent him an email like, "Hey, I, I don't, I might die. Like, <laughs> I need yeah. to, eat, I got to eat food, you know." Um, so the recommendation was, of course, you know, there, there are partial fasts where you add maybe juice, Mm -hmm. you know, if you're not eating here's, you know, you still need some sort of carbohydrate, some sort of sugar in your body. You know, here's, here's something you can do that's liquid form. Right. So I, I did that. And then I, I read, uh, all of Proverbs. Mm -hmm. So I spent, spent the afternoon at Cedar Break which is this retreat center, retreat renewal center. It's out in the woods, basically. And, uh, man, I just pray. I read through Proverbs, and then, I, and then I prayed through Proverbs. And I'm not, I'm not bringing that up, but I want to give, like, here's, here's what it could look like. Yeah. Now, I will say, because I can, I can just guess what some people are saying. You have the luxury of doing that because you're a, you're a man. I'm a <laughs> right? man. Well, because you don't. Because right now in our culture, typically the right. you know, the wife stays home with the kids, or the mm-hmm. wife is a primary caregiver, uh, and or you know, but I, I can hear that, um, and so to that, I would if someone if, the, if someone had that objection, sure, I'd say communicate with your spouse. Yeah, communicate with your spouse. One and and this is husbands like we need to serve our wives, right, and give them time to get away sometimes. To reset, to, to reset, to renew, um, but also because this might be the case of someone who's single, someone who's married, maybe someone who's a single parent, right. where it might be harder to get away in your context, whatever that may be. Uh, I just think of uh, was it Susanna Wesley, mm-hmm. John and Charles yeah. Wesley's mom had ten kids in a very small house, surrounded by them. And uh, the history book says that every time she needed to go to the Lord in prayer, she had a chair by the door, and she would like take her apron and put her apron over the head, her head, 
And like that was just an indication to everyone in the family. I, I think there's probably some horror movies. That <laughs> but, but I mean, yeah, get it done, right? But she got do it done. It. So like, yeah. as 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 husbands, like we need to serve our wives to give them the opportunity to do more than just put aprons over. To their do heads. more than put their aprons over yeah. their head. But if if you don't have that option, say you're a single parent, if yeah. you don't have that option, man, Where, pursue Christ as much as you can, and that might mean like putting an apron over your head well i'll go one further for you is man are you in the church are you in community um and we got we got single moms i know that at our church who at any time could ask their community group hey i need this you know and guess what man it's the it's the church's job is to walk alongside each other to go the same direction and so this this might be a challenge uh, for people who hear this like if you have a friend or someone in your community who is a single parent to almost pursue them and say, "Hey, can we watch your kids one afternoon so you can go and have a, a spiritual retreat?" Yeah, that would be cool. Man, what a gift to yeah. give somebody, right? But I mean, again, like there's there's little things you can do. There's things you can do with your spouse. Man, maybe it's I want to pray and fast during this part of the day with my spouse praying for our children mm-hmm. just asking the lord man lord will you save them will you uh would they never know a day apart from your love mm-hmm. like would they always desire you uh, my wife and i have been talking about about that specific thing about like how much my parents did that for me mm-hmm. and how much i truly believe that made a difference mm-hmm. and uh cuz i was a I was a squirrely fart for sure. Yeah, for sure. But guys, that's the most we could probably talk through on fasting. We could probably go all day, but we're going to stop it there because it's time. It's time. We thank you for tuning in, listening to another Christ Community Church podcast. Have a good one. Bye.